Hey, my name is Kelly Kessler. I'm the host of the podcast, Rewiring Health, and I'm obsessed with helping you stop feeling burnout, living in pain, and anxious about the future. You see, for years, I felt like I was never good enough. I repeated in my head, when I accomplish this, then I'll finally be happy. And even when I accomplished it, there was always emptiness in my heart. I always put others' needs before my own, negative thoughts ran wild in my head, and I always struggled to truly feel like I could relax and be present. Well, through my journey of healing, rewiring my brain, regulating my nervous system, and reprogramming my subconscious mind, I have recovered from an eating disorder, I've healed from chronic back pain, and I can truly be present with my two boys and feel that I am living the life I was destined to live with purpose and with joy. And I'm here to guide you along the same journey of healing. You did everything that society told you would make you happy. You got the degree, you moved to the big city, you got the job, you did everything that you thought would make you feel fulfilled, but yet you know deep down inside you, you don't feel happy. You're just going through the motions. You feel stuck in a vicious cycle of never feeling fulfilled. If you felt like this, you wanna stick around for this episode. In this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Amber James. Amber James is a writer, motivational speaker, and self-love advocate who uses her voice to inspire women to live their best lives. She is the creator of Notes to Self Shop and author of the 30-day guided journal, Notes to Self, and the upcoming book, I Blew Up My Life and I've Never Been Happier, which is coming out July 18th. With her background in journalism and experience as an entertainment editor and red carpet reporter, Amber brings a unique perspective to her writing and encourages others to find their own voices and stories. So you wake up, your phone is right on the table next to you, and it feels almost like a magnet. You grab the phone, and before you know it, you subconsciously open every app, scroll through social media, you're on your email, you're looking at the news headlines, and you're feeling stressed. And this is how you start your day. I can't tell you how many times I did this and it did not serve me. It set me up to be in a whirlwind of negativity and I was just starting my day. And that's why I created the morning guide for perfectionists. So if you struggle with negativity throughout the day and it's even worse in the morning because you don't have a routine, this will help you tremendously. It's literally everything that I implement that has helped me start my day with the right intentions and put myself into a place of inner harmony. So grab in the link below and enjoy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Rewiring Health. Very excited to be joined by Amber James. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. Yeah, same here. Yes. And I want to hear, so I always start with asking people what brought them to where they are today and what inspired you to do what you do today. So do you mind just sharing your journey and how it informed you to who you are today? Oh man. I mean, it's a long journey, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, no. So um, my entire life, I had always been the overachiever wanting to be like, I hated getting a 99%. I wanted the hundred. <laughs> that was my entire, oh, yeah. <laughs> entire high school, like mm -hmm. perfectionism to its core. Yeah. But I think a lot of the reason I did that was because I wanted to get out of Ohio. I lived in a little suburb and it was an amazing place to grow up. Don't get me wrong but I knew I was destined for something more. 
And I really wanted to pursue journalism and move to New York City. I feel like that's like the dream and the glamorous thing that everybody entices you to do is to move to New York and start your journalism career. So uh, that's that's a big part of it. But, you know, I spent 15 years in New York City grinding. And I felt like I kept checking all of the boxes that society told me I needed to do. The six-figure job, the great apartment that you don't have to have a roommate with. (laughs) And, you know, being engaged and getting married. All of these things that they tell us are going to make us happy. I was checking them. But at the end of the day, I realized... I am working myself into the ground to the point where I am physically getting ill. And if I don't stop, it's not going to be good. Like I might die. I hate to be that dramatic, but I really did feel that way. And I think COVID finally made me sit still for one second because we were all home and I had to really reevaluate my life and what was actually going to make me happy. Because life is too short to keep grinding and making other people money when I had other dreams. I wanted to write a book. I wanted to be remote. I was getting a little tired of New York City. Mm -hmm. So all of that combined, um, in a weird way, I blew up my entire life. (laughs) So, you know, I left it all behind to go find my happiness Yeah. And I am so, so thankful that I did like lean into myself Mm -hmm. and my happiness and quieted all the voices of what everybody else was saying to really say, okay, this may not be the list that everybody else in society says is going to be great. But for me, it's wonderful. And I have never been happier. Oh, I love that. And there's so much of what you said that I can relate to, and I know so many other people can relate to where you do everything you're told, like you said, that will fill you up and fill make you feel like you are successful and everything that you want in life. And it's like, you do it and you're like, uh, okay, well, where's that feeling? And it's like always just lacking. And it's, it's everything outside yourself that you're searching for to fill the inner void. And it just never, ever hits. And, and on top of it, it's like, you're, you know, so many people like myself included, we always listen to other people, what makes us happy, but we don't ever listen to ourselves. Like, what do we need? So I love that you realize that and had that awakening to, you know, this is not what I want out of life. And that you were willing to take the change and make, take the risk and make the change to seek out what truly makes you happy. What do you think was holding you back? I know you had the moment of pause in the pandemic, but what do you think was holding you back for those 15 years that kept you in that grind phase? I think you may have already said this. It felt like this elusive thing that I was chasing. And Mm -hmm. I think I just kept thinking, oh, I just need to work a little bit harder. I need to ask for just a little bit more money. I need to just have a better title or, oh, well, I'm in this relationship. I just need to get engaged and then we need to get married. And I think it was like just constantly trying to get to that next, but every time I was leveling up, so to speak, I was getting more frustrated with myself and realizing that who, who am I trying to make happy? What am I trying to prove? Yeah. So I think it was that I was constantly grinding that I didn't even have enough time to stop and think about wait, am I even happy here? What am, who am I doing this for? <laughs> right. Like, why am I working so hard if it's not even 
giving me the the gratification of what I'm desiring. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. There's so many people like, I'm glad you're saying this because it will literally resonate with so many people. Like I can relate to that in so many ways because that was me as well. And it is such an empty place to be in when you are constantly on this pursuit of happiness. And it's like, you're grinding, you're doing everything you think that you should be doing. And then yet you're, you're just empty. And it is, and then, then you come down to yourself, like, what is wrong with me? And that's a lot of times what people do is like, what is, and that's what I did too. What is wrong with me that I can't be happy, even though on the, if someone were to look at your life from the outside, they'd be like, of course she's happy. Look at everything she has, you know? It's, it's amazing. So once you had that moment of pause and you could really, like you said, blow up your life, how did that transform? Like what, what transpired from that? Yeah. So I, I left this little part out, but yeah, during COVID, when I had that moment of pause, Mm -hmm. I realized for one, I was like, I was getting tasks with a lot more things at work and not getting the promotions, not getting anything. And deep down, it was like, I know what I deserve, Mm -hmm. but there's that little voice in the back of your head that keeps saying, be grateful. At least you have a job. Mm -hmm. And those little things started, I started kind of really dismantling some of that. And same with my relationship. I think prior to the pandemic, I, we were only seeing each other maybe four or five hours a day, if that, because the rest of the day was spent working and commuting. When we were actually under one roof, a lot more toxicity started coming up. We realized we wanted completely different things, which happens. And at the same time, because of all this stress, I think when I finally paused, that's when my body actually like broke down and I ended up in the hospital twice. So that was another moment for me. I So there was one day in the middle of the pandemic and I'm like, man, I am so feeling so sick right now. And I thought I had food poisoning Mm -hmm. and I, but I was just like, man, this pain is like out of control. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because as women, sometimes I think we get gaslit a lot in medical. And for the longest time, I've always had like digestive problems, you know, and it was always like, oh, just lose some weight, just exercise, just get some fiber. So when I had this pain, I was like, oh, it's probably just a stomach thing. And I don't even want to go to the doctor because they're just going to tell me that it's all in my head. Thankfully, I listened to my body and was just like, Amber, that was one of those moments. Shut out all that other stuff that's happening and listen to yourself. And thank God I did because I had appendicitis and, you know, I had to have an emergency surgery which was so unexpected. And, and it's during COVID, you know, nobody, like I had to essentially go to the hospital by myself and like, no one else was allowed in. And it was just me and other nurses and other patients. And it was such a wild time because, and scary because I'm thinking this is the last place I want to be right now. Absolutely. Especially like in New York city, because that's where the pandemic was happening. Right. But I mean, Thankfully, I had the most amazing surgeon and doctor and wonderful team around me. They were able to, you know, remove my appendix before it burst, thankfully. But I thought that was the end of my, you know, health journey. But, you know, apparently the universe was like, apparently you don't know how to stop and slow down yet. Because most people at work didn't even know 
I was in the hospital because I was still working and like doing my job. Like yeah. nobody even knew that I was like MIA for like three days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I just went right back yeah. into work. Cause I thought right. that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then a month later, I ended up back in the hospital again. This time it was my gallbladder and I had to get that removed. Thankfully, same surgeon. So I knew I was in good hands. But when you realize, oh my gosh, I've lost two bodily organs Mm -hmm. in a short, short time. That's scary because you're thinking, and I think that may have been the real aha moment for me was that second time it's like, you know, the anesthesia's they're getting ready to put me under. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you look at your life and think, am I actually happy? What if this is how my life ends? What if this is all I was able to do? Like, and what can I make a promise to myself that if I come out of this, okay, what am I going to do? And I think that was the real turning point for me. And I feel like I'm going to cry. I mean, I was like tearing up right now talking about it. Yeah. But it made me really think about life is so short and things can get taken from us so quickly. And for me, I did not want to spend another minute being in a job that wasn't going to give me the promotions or the raises or think that I was doing enough for them. Like that didn't light me up. And I also wanted to start moving into a field that was actually going to like be giving back to people and not taking, which I felt like that's sort of what it was. When you're in marketing, you're kind of just trying to like sell, sell, sell and get the money and the revenue. So there was that, I realized how toxic my relationship was and that it's like, what am I doing? (laughs) I I know I'm a whole person all by myself. I don't need, you know, we were engaged. We were thinking about a wedding and I'm like, I can't live with this person for the rest of my, like, I don't think I'm going to be happy if I have to live with this person for the rest of my life. And that was scary to me. Yeah. So yeah, I pretty much at the beginning of 2020, that was the moment that I quit my job without having anything else lined up. Mm. I called off my engagement and I left New York city because I just needed to walk away and like, just take a moment to breathe and step away and really reconnect with myself in a way that I hadn't in like the 15 years I was grinding so hard in New York city. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, and like, what a gift to yourself that you allowed yourself to have that escape and, and take the risk to, to give yourself that moment of peace within your heart. Because again, it's like the body, the body will yell. And if you ignored it, ignore it, it will yell louder. And it's the same thing that happened with you. It's like the appendix. Okay. went right back to work. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to yell louder. Cause clearly you didn't get the message. And that's what happens. It's like when you're in that stress state, you hold it together, you keep it together. And then it's like, when you have that something happen, it's like things unravel very quickly. It's like, you, you know, your, your body can almost only handle so much and it gets more and more and more and then the buildup. And then it's kind of like everything kind of implodes <laughs> and, and then it's, it's yelling at you. And, and that's, it really, you know, in, in the, when you're dealing with it, it is such an awful, awful place to be, but I'm sure as you even move forward, you can see that that was probably the biggest blessing to you because it allowed you to move your life in a different direction. That is genuinely what you're designed for, not to be a workhorse for somebody. So (laughs) it's, it's so profound. And, and thank you for sharing that because there, 
that that right there is a gift to somebody. Someone's going to hear this and they probably are in a very similar state that you were in back then and feel lost, feel hopeless, feel overwhelmed, burnt out and don't know what to do. And hopefully this message gives them the gift to break free from that. So thank you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for myself, when I was in that time, I was looking for other people who had blown up their lives or left it all behind. I wanted to just feel a little less alone. Mm -hmm. So that is why I'm sharing my story now. If I can help just one person feel less alone, feel seen and validated and give them the courage to leave whatever they need to leave behind. Like, I hope this story can help them. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely. Well, and because it's such a, it's a silent struggle that many people go through, especially when you're a perfectionist, you're holding it together. You're showing the world this image that everything's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. But you know, deep down inside behind closed doors, you're, there's so much inner turmoil that you're going through. And so many people, especially now people are burnout. People are they're they're scared of the future. There's a lot of turmoil going on in the world and politics and health and everything. And then there's also the inner battles that people deal with personally that they're dealing with. And then they're trying to raise their kids or they're trying to maintain the house or they're trying to maintain their job. And it's like, you're juggling 7 million balls and eventually something's dropping. But unfortunately, what most people allow to drop is their health, is their mental health, their physical health, their their spiritual well-being, their harmony and we always allow ourselves to drop before anything else outside of ourselves and and so hopefully sharing the story we start changing that dialogue start changing how, what our priorities are if we can start shifting the energy towards ourselves and realize that we are worth every ounce of time every ounce of energy then now we can move our life in a better direction and and feel like we are generally here for what we're here for and that, that is to live a joyous and happy and fulfilled life so thank you Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Can we, can you, um, now, now that you've embraced this whole new aspect of yourself and you're pursuing your dreams, pursuing the life that you want, can you talk about what that transformation has been like and how, how has it gone for you and what are you doing now? Yeah, of course. For me, when I first moved and left New York city, I went to live with my parents for 30 days. Mm-hmm. For me, it felt like this nice little like homey, like cocoon. Yeah. (laughs) It was great to be like 36, like having my meals cooked for me and, you know, going for walks with my mom on the same street that I had grown up on my entire life. I had my laundry folded. It was awesome. I I I, I stayed at the James Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I think being able to reconnect with my family was number one and all the support and friends around me who were there. That was the first part of my real journey of coming back to myself, my intuition and really reevaluating like, okay, where do I go from here now? Yeah. And during that time, one thing that I had been dreaming about when I was in New York city was moving to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I love this city so much. It's so fun and so vibrant and there's so much culture and food and, you know, theater here. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something where it's also so Midwest and everybody's amazing. So it's like the best parts of New York, but it's like, (laughs) 
combined your world colliding, right? It's like amazing. Yeah. I decided, hey, why don't I just like see if there's an apartment there, see what I can do. One of the apartments I looked at, which I'm living in now, um, came up and it was just perfect for me. It like, you know, it has these beautiful windows and it overlooks the river. And there's this really beautiful, like nature, like hiking trail. That's all along the river right outside my doorstep. And that's something I never had in New York. Mm -hmm. And I just felt instantly that I was like, this is my home. And thankfully simultaneously, I feel like everything always comes together. Like once you clear the, the stuff out, that's not serving you, you give room to bring in everything that's meant for you. 100%. So it felt like in that 30 days I was home with my parents, it's like, I got a remote, completely remote job. So I could work from anywhere in the United States, which is awesome. Yeah. And I kind of relaunched my business, my own little business that I'd always wanted to do called notes to self shop. Mm-hmm. And I also finally had time to write a book, <laughs> the book I'd been dreaming about for so long. I yeah. finally had time for it because I wasn't grinding so much. I had, I was able to set better boundaries with this remote work and living here in Pittsburgh. And it just, I can't tell you enough. I, I kind of joke. It's like the greatest love story of my life was actually finding my way back home to me and my happiness. Oh my gosh. And I think that just in a world where women are told it's about the relationship, the marriage, the kids, all of that, Mm -hmm. honestly, to me, the happily ever after is finding your happiness and being true to yourself. And that's something that I have, you know, over the last year, I've really started to embrace that so much more. I'm doing the things that I love, the things that light me up. Mm -hmm. I love saying no to things now. (laughs) It's incredible. I'm like, doesn't, that's not going to light me up. It's not going to make me excited. I'm sorry. Um, and I don't feel bad about it anymore, which is that's, right. That's the key. <laughs> There's I still love some that. people that'll make you feel guilty, but the yeah. people who are your friends know what's up. Yeah. And they are very respectful of it. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I just love what, what you said in the beginning, how you made room for things that serve you. Because when we have these lower energy states of like guilt, shame, and just feeling like we're burnt out and low energy, we attract those things, more of those things in our life, or we don't, we don't attract anything good in our life because we're, we have no room for that. We're just trying to survive every single day, but when we can start inching our way out of that and release all those bad energies from our life. Now we can start resonating with higher energy. So we attract better people in our life. We attract better situations. You attracted this apartment. All these things are coming into your life. And it's almost like, how can it be this easy? But it's because that resistance is gone. That internal resistance you're not dealing with. And now you're getting that flow state where things just are working out where they're meant to be for you. And I just, I love that. And you can almost like as you're speaking, you can almost feel like you can feel that the energy flow, like when you were talking about your experience in New York city, it's like, you can feel almost like inner turmoil and everything. And then it's like, when you talk about your experience now, it's like, oh my gosh, like I want to move to Pittsburgh now, you know, <laughs> it is a really awesome city. Yeah. I've never been helped to visit sometime. Uh, pay me for this. How much I talk this city up. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
but I just love that. And again, I hope this inspires someone to be like, whatever your dream is, like you talk about your book, that was a dream that you, now you could open yourself up to and you have that create, creative ability because you're not strapped down to all the things that drain you. And now you have this ability to open yourself up to what can fill you. So I just, I love that. And coming home to yourself, that was like, The golden nugget from this conversation, honestly, if anyone can take that, that's the golden nugget. Come home to yourself and you don't need anything outside yourself. You always have it. And one thing I I always say this, and I just love it because it reminds me so much of that is that, you know, the Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy, she's trying to get home, trying to go home and she's trying, you know, figuring out how she can get there. Well, she had her ruby slippers with her the whole time. She just didn't realize the power that she had with them. And so it's like, you had your ruby slippers, but you just realized your power in the last few years to come home to yourself. And so I just love that. It's amazing. So I want to hear more about your book because I've read some a little some a little about it and I, I love it. And I just want you to share a little bit about like, what is the book about and, and who can it help? And just give a little bit of a, about what it's about here. I, the book really does follow my entire transformation from that moment of being the perfectionist and grinding as I've shared here today. It goes into a lot more detail of everything that I was doing from the college I went to, to the jobs that I was going after and the guys that I was dating. There were all these different things leading up to that, but then it really does talk and go really more in depth about the pinnacle points of the universe telling me, this is not where you're meant to be. Like Mm -hmm. it may have served you for a while, but this is not where you're meant to be right now. And you're not living your truth. You're not creating the energy and the vibe that you're meant to do. Like you are not fulfilling your purpose right here in the city in this situation. Yeah. So it really does follow that journey of the ups, downs, landing in the hospital and all the way to trying to rebuild my life here in Pittsburgh. And I really think this book is for that's my puppy, Penny Lane, by the way, if you can hear her back there. She's so cute if you're listening to this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she is adorable. She's another amazing thing that came out of me leaving. Mm-hmm. I've got this adorable Italian greyhound puppy named Penny Lane. And she's like my, the love of my life. I think she's so cute. But yeah, she, every time I talk about my book, I feel like she's always barking in the background. I'm like, oh, she's secretly promoting it. <laughs> it's the energy behind it. <laughs> but the book for me... I really wanted to share my story in order to help people get that courage to take the leap, take a chance on themselves and to know they need to just trust themselves. You're never going to be ready to take a leap. You're never, you know, you, if you try to be ready, you're never going to make it. So you just got to go without the parachute sometimes to make room for what's actually meant for you. I think so many people are, you know, endlessly scrolling on social media, looking at what everybody else is doing and their perfect lives and wondering, why am I not like that? Or why am I stuck in this relationship? Or I've hit the glass ceiling and I I literally can't go up from here. What? But I've always wanted to start a business, but I just don't know if I have it in me to do it. Yeah. This book is that light <laughs> to say, now's the time to just blow it all up the limiting beliefs the the fear uh the status quo everything that people you know everything that's holding you back blow it up (laughs) it it doesn't serve you 
let it go because then that's when you're actually going to lean into your power. And I always believe that the universe has your back. They are lead. It's leading you to where you need to be. Don't need a roadmap. I think inside your heart, you know where you're supposed to be and what's meant for you. So I hope this story can inspire others. I hope they don't have to completely blow up every aspect of their life like I did. Hopefully it's only like one thing, not like everything. (laughs) But I can can say, you know, a year and a half out from doing that, the best decision I ever made. And I have never been happier. And like I said, it was really coming back to myself, showing myself love, self-compassion, forgiveness. And realizing perfect isn't, doesn't exist. Nobody needs to be perfect and nobody's going to give you an award for it either. Honestly, it's the mixed mess, like the, the mistakes and the lessons and the different things that go on in your life that actually make you who you are and give you character. And that's really what it's about. It's really just letting all of that go. And I also just hope that people's feel less alone by reading my story and can see themselves in it at any point along that journey. Yeah. And it's so important. And, and just having the vulnerability to share that story and give people this, this hope for a better future through your story is just tremendous. And, and these are just so valuable, these stories, because the stories are what can seep into our subconscious brain. And that's where our limiting beliefs are. So once you hear stories and you recognize that, like, Oh my gosh, she do it. She did it. Okay. What can I do? Like, how can I do this? And, and he said something's very beautiful. And I, I completely agree. It's like, once you can start shifting and recognize that the world and the university is wor- universe is working for you, not against you. It is a tremendous shift. You can start seeing that even some of the things that you look at in your life that were struggles, you can start seeing how it was placed there to push you in a direction that you were meant to be in. And so it is just a beautiful shift, but I know so many people kind of get stuck in that. Like, why does this always happen to me? What if it doesn't work out? What if it fails? What if this, what if that, but what if it does work out? What if my life is better? We can shift those what ifs in, in our favor and start recognizing like for you, like what if I am super happy and, and just feel fulfilled after this big leap of faith and, and it worked out. So I love that. I'll share, um, you know, I'll have to get all the information from your book, but I saw it's coming out July 18th. Is that right? Yes. It's coming out July 18th. So Anyone can pre-order now on notes to selfshop.com, but it will be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble July 18th. So that's the official launch date. I am so excited. It's crazy to like hold it in my hands and see that it's like a real book that I hope inspires other women and helps them just go be a complete badass and go (laughs) after their dreams. Cause it's like, it's all within them. The strength is there. They've got it. That's it. And I saw that you're wearing a crown on it. And I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <love> yes. That. <laughs> that was your uh, life. <laughs> that was definitely that photo shoot for the cover was probably the best day ever. I That's felt so like good. a total queen. Yeah. And it, that really helped resonate and make this book come to life. So hopefully if anybody sees the cover, yeah, I'm in this really beautiful crown uh, with like roses and this red gown. Uh, It was phenomenal. It was an incredible day. 
So cool. That is awesome. And what a testament to have that physical testament. Like this is what I went through and it was all worth it. Cause I think that's what we all want to go through. We don't mind going through trials and tribulations, but at the end of the day, we want to feel like it was worth it. We want to feel like we got somewhere and we, we learned what we were supposed to learn through those things. And it's like, that's a testament, like it was worth it, you know? So I just, I, I love that. Love that. And I'll share that in the show notes too. So anyone who wants to purchase a book can, can get that. And for anyone who want to connect with you and um, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram at uh, notes to self shop or notes to self shop is the Instagram notes to self shop.com is the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the main places you can find me. The notes to self shop Instagram has a lot of inspiring content. I share a lot of my story on there with some candid posts, as well as just showing women that you've got this and we've got each other. And that's the most important thing to take away from every single day. Oh, I love that. It's so important. We have to, we have to advocate for each other and be a community for each other. And that, that is everything. So I love that. I'll put that all in the show notes too, for anyone listening. So Thank you, Amber. I have genuinely enjoyed this conversation. It is so valuable and I know is going to help many people hearing your story and recognizing that there are things that we can do to move ourselves forward in a direction that feels authentically right for ourselves. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been a wonderful conversation. I feel like time just flew by. It did. I know that, you know, it's like we had the flow. We were in the flow with each other. I just love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me on today. Absolutely. Thank you again. And again, for anyone who's listening, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you found value in this episode, please share it with a friend so you can share these messages of hope and inspiration. So someone else's life can be changed by them as well. So thank you. Thank you for spending your precious time to listen to this episode of Rewiring Health. My mission is to inspire hope and healing through science-backed practices. If you found value in this, please share with three people and leave a review. By doing so, this message can be spread to those who need to hear it most. Also, to get updates on the most recent episodes, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much for being part of this community, and I am forever grateful for you.